Hey guys, and welcome back to the Alligator Zone podcast. My name is Priya, and today with my co-host Vikram, we're going to be hosting a special edition blogging podcast featuring Mr. Spencer Berlay of Rent the Backyard. Let's get into it. start by introducing yourself and your company? Yeah. Hi, my name is Spencer, and I'm one of the co-founders of Rent the Backyard. Rent the Backyard puts a studio apartment in your backyard at no upfront cost, and in exchange, we split some of like the rental income with the homeowners. That's really interesting. So in our last podcast, you mentioned that you wish you had started blogging when you were in high school, but you got a lot out of it when you started blogging in college. What did you get out of blogging? Yeah, so I think blogging has really helped me um, like sort of learn more about the things that I blog about and then at the same time sort of just approve my ability to communicate. I think communication is like sort of, uh, it, it sort of amplifies or uh, makes everything that you do better or worse. So um, by being able to like really get better at that and, and to be really, really crisp and clear in my writing, I'm able to, to talk more clearly and um sort of help everything in my life go a little bit better. How did you improve your blogging skills? Because you just said that, you know, if you write well, you're able to communicate clearer. So when you blogged as a college student, did you find yourself um, being more clear in, like, your other writing? Did that help you in any way, or did you do anything to help you with your blogging? Yeah, I think it really is all practice. So I've I've spent, like, a, a lot of time writing for different classes and in high school I took a lot of different history classes that required me to spend a a lot of time doing research on things and and writing about them but I I think um, as with every skill just having like the the practice and doing something over and over again will make you much much better about it it's like a muscle that you kind of train okay so it's like practice makes perfect yes for sure okay (laughs) When you blogged as a college student, did you consider blogging as a form of journaling or like writing a diary? Or did you treat it as more brand-building exercise, intentional brand-building exercise? Yeah, so the reason that I started blogging was uh, I was sort of already going, and I, I, so I was basically reading a lot of things. And uh, I'd gone, and whenever I like saw, I started like at the start of college, whenever I saw something that I liked, on uh, like the internet or, or a book, I'd like write it down in this uh, in like my notes app, and then later in like uh, a word document. And that word document got to be really really long, and I, I didn't quite know what to do with all the things that I'd written down, but they were all all things that I was really interested in. So I, I sort of like there there were some things that I thought needed to be like digested a little bit more. So I started writing because I wanted to like go like pull one of those quotes that I'd sort of copied down from a, a book or a, a website or something like that. And I wanted to like learn more about it. So I, I started it as something that I was just doing for myself. Uh, it's like, oh, I, I want to think more about like why are like U.S. airlines better positioned than other U.S. airlines. And U.S. airlines make a lot of money from like credit card spend. So like is one U.S. airline positioned better than the others? And I, I think that was like writing is a, a great way to discover things. So uh, as, as I went thinking about like, oh, like I want to digest this information for myself. And if I'm already creating this, like this writing, like maybe other people would be interested in it as well. 
so it started as this thing that I was going to go and I was kind of doing anyway for my myself, and it turned into a wow! I have this content, and I could I could share this with with other people, and um, it can be more of a, a personal branding sort of activity as well. Oh, okay. So, did you ever like gain a higher understanding of something because you blogged about it? Yeah, I think there's been a lot of things where I I definitely. Uh, walked away from the the post learning something. I think that's that's my goal whenever I sit down and try to write something, uh, because I think writing is communication. But at the same time, it's like you have to really really understand something yourself in order to be able to um, to write about it. So that, that's also always very much been a goal. So um, how do you build your audience? Yeah, so I, I actually have never really thought too much about audience. I think a lot of the things that I I post out there like they like the blog started as something that was for me. And then um, on the personal branding front, when I thought about that, it was at least initially always oriented more towards uh, people like recruiters at companies that I was interested in working for, who like I could just put on the top of my, my resume, my, my website. But I, I think as I've gone away from sort of working at big companies and more towards startup land, uh, that's become more important. So uh, these are things that I'm kind of um, thinking about rolling out now. But the idea is I have my, my website where I have my blog on like uh, sort of most of my, my online presences. And then I also um, will probably start tweeting uh, some of my, my posts like reduced down uh, into sort of like a, a chain of tweets as they're called. But um, I, I think that if you're writing like – something that people are really interested in that um, people will come and, and read it. And even if they don't, it's, it's okay because I think that writing has so many benefits to just you understanding uh, that you'll sort of benefit from it. And then someone that actually is trying to sort of assess you from like at least like a job context or something like that, you can just give them the website and they can, they can look there themselves. So did your blog adapt or like evolve in any way because if it started off as like a representation of you, you you know people change right over time. You get more interest and stuff. So did you find do you ever find yourself like looking back at some of your old posts and being like, wow, I can't believe I was like I was into that or something like that? Yeah. So my my blog has always been like a response to different like quotes of things that I've been reading. So it's it's interesting because I I'm reading different things than I used to read. So at the the start of college, I was reading a lot platform called Medium, which is uh, like sort of a, a blogging platform as well. And then as I've gone, I've, I've gotten a little bit more deep into like specific publications, uh, like different things on, on Bloomberg or, or different like longer form books. So I, I think it's, it's more an evolution in like what was the source of the things that I was, uh, was reading. And um, that's been really interesting to see. And I, I guess the since I, I don't blog that frequently, I, I typically do like once a month, and I, I've been kind of bad about that recently. The more interesting way to track that is kind of in that quote document I mentioned where I'm copying all these different things down and to see the trend of, oh, now I'm reading a lot about like, uh, I'm trying, like at first I was reading like a, a lot about technology all the time, but now since I'm like running a startup, I, I get a lot of technology in my daily life, and it's, it's something that I kind of live in rather than some, like an interest area. Uh, mm -hmm. even though it is still, like, a big big part of my life. So I've kind of uh, almost rebelled in something like that, and I've, I'm not reading as much about, like, technology news and things like that now. 
Okay. Did you? Yeah, that makes sense. Did you ever write about any controversial topics? I guess so. Controversial topics, I think, are are tough um, in a blog because you don't really know who will read it, and on the internet, uh, that's like you could you could theoretically be reached by anyone. So I, I think you need to tread a little bit lightly. I think it's important to kind of know that your audience could be anyone. So. And if you do want to go visit a place, then maybe not writing a, a blog post about that would be good. Okay. So do you have, like, going off of that, you know, do you have any list of do's and don'ts for blogging? I'm not sure if this would be considered a do or a don't, just, like, you know, writing about controversial things. It depends on what your goal is. But do you have any, like, general advice? Yeah, so people on Twitter seem to get a lot out of writing about controversial things. So I, I think if you're going for a lot of views and like uh, followers and things like that, writing about controversial things is a way that some people can go and get a lot of followers. I think that it kind of becomes a slippery slope, though, right? When you look at, uh, I think YouTube's a good parallel here. Uh, like mm -hmm. Logan Paul and all these other creators. Oh, gosh. That, like, in order to get more, like, they kind of get addicted to the views, and they do something controversial, and they realize, wow, that got me a lot of views, but now I have an audience that has expectations, and I need to, I need to go, and I need to do something more controversial to get more views. Yeah, so such a snowball effect. Yeah, and in, in some ways, it, it's not necessarily something you can control at some point, so I think that, like, writing can be fairly, like, high-minded, but at the same time it can be a lot of fun. So I think you need to kind of uh, interchange those and kind of be conscious of, like, why you're, uh, why you're doing uh, what you're doing. For me it was always, like, I want to better understand something about this topic. And, like, if I'm writing about something, like, somewhat controversial, like, that's because I'm trying to understand what's going on. But um, I, I think there are definitely like creators out there who go and uh, uh, like create content more so for like the lulls or for the views. So you just want to make sure you have a goal in mind, like all, at all times whenever you're doing something. Yeah, I, I think you should ask yourself why you're doing something if you don't know why you're doing it. So, like, why are you spending spending your time on an activity if you don't have like some sort of goal? And maybe you just enjoy it, and that's that could be the goal as well, but just having a clear mm -hmm. expression of, like, why do I do this? Yeah. So um, I know you mentioned Medium pre in the, earlier in the podcast, but uh, what other blogging platforms would you recommend? Uh, I so, so I just, I, I'm technical, so I, I know how to code and things like that. Uh, so I have uh, just a, what's known as a GitHub page. GitHub will give you a, a free website. And it's usually, it's not that hard to configure, uh, but they'll do all the hosting and everything for you for free. A lot of people do like Medium, but uh, a lot of content creators have kind of gone against Medium in recent times because Medium uh, kind of owns a lot of the rights to distribute your writing. And uh, they'll put like a, a paywall in front of the stuff that you do. So I, um, I eventually kind of broke down and I started putting things on Medium and I, I think it got it more views, but uh, at the same time, it, I, I've always had things on like my personal site first, and then on then on Medium. I think other people really like WordPress. I can't really speak to WordPress. Um, there's also uh, 
there's a new like Stack Exchange or no, not Stack Exchange. There's a new a new platform that people like for uh, for email lists, which is called Substack. Which I'm not sure if you can build a personal website off that, but you can sure do a, email, a good uh, email newsletter. Would you consider uh, Tumblr a good blogging platform? I've never used it, but I actually have a friend that built like a really incredible uh, sort of personal website on Tumblr, and I think they had a blog. Oh. So uh, it's definitely a platform. Yeah, I'm just not as familiar with uh, with Tumblr because I, I haven't I never spent too much time on the site when I was younger. Oh. But um, if you grew up in a Tumblr world and you know exactly what to do, like just just use the tool that's that's easiest for you. Like why, if you don't need to learn something something new, uh, that's another hurdle for you. Like starting just do the, the, the sort of the path of least resistance and, and get to work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, do you have any other tips for young bloggers? Yeah, so it's, it's really hard to start. And uh, then once you start, it's, it's hard to continue. So I, I think like making it as easy as possible for yourself to start, so like not worrying too much about the channel that you have, not really worrying about if people will read it, um, maybe even just doing it for yourself. Like the first post that I did, I was just um, I was just sitting on and writing in a Word document because I was trying this new experiment to like, oh, I wanted to digest that specific thing more uh, that I read. Uh, so making it as easy as possible to get going, and then um, then over time just developing a good schedule where it's like, well, I'm gonna post on the fifth of every month or something like that, and having like a a meaningful, like achievable goal that you could actually uh, actually meet is really good. So uh, being able to, to just just get going and then maintain some schedule. Okay. So, how do you use blogging as a company CEO? Because you're not just like starting out anymore. You know, you're very accomplished now. So, do you still use these tips that you're giving for young bloggers, or do you have any other um, uses for blogging? Yeah. So I think. At a company level, blogging is really important because it's just a derivative of communication. And as like your company grows larger, it's really important to kind of have everyone be on the same page and to understand what's going on. So um, I do less like company-related blogging. I, I definitely probably should do a little bit more to like kind of keep the world like uh, in touch with like what we're doing. But internally, being able to write sort of. And, and communicate to um, employees, communicate to investors, and communicate to everyone else involved in the company is really, really important. So I, I think it's uh, they're they're really really related, and at some point uh, maybe they intersect with the company having a blog. But I think anything you can do to improve your your writing and communication skills is incredibly important, and one of the the, the best skills that you can pick up as a young person because they'll just build and build and build as you uh, as you go through your life and kind of amplify everything you do. Yeah, I agree. So just one last final thing. For anyone out there who's aspiring to start a blog, but they just don't know what to do, do you have any topics that you wish you talk about if you were in high school or college? Yeah, so this, um, this is tough. This is one of the toughest parts of getting started, actually, I think. I didn't really know what I was... I knew I wanted to, like write more and like have some sort of blog but I never had a theme so the the theme just became like oh wow I've been taking all these quotes down from different things that I've read uh, so I, I think like 
when I was um, very young, like like 11 or 12 years old, my, my father told me I should start a blog because like people would be really interested in what was in like a 11 or 12 year old's head. And I never really yeah. internalized <laughs> that. But I, I look back and like, uh, as like an older person now, like that would be kind of a cool blog. So I, I think like, don't underestimate like that your experiences are unique and something that people would want to, to read about. Mm-hmm. I think in general, just writing about a topic that makes you happy will, will make it much, much easier to start, which is the, the most important thing. And you can kind of just, you can take it in whatever direction you want, but starting from like an easier topic will make it easier to start and kind of build you some momentum. Okay. Sorry, I have cool. one more question. <laughs> okay. So uh, are there any precautions that you should take if you're a middle schooler who's blogging? Yeah, I think you definitely want to um, talk to your parents about, like, online safety and, and things like that. I'm I'm older, and I don't mind when people, uh, like, send me an email online. And I have, like, more experience in kind of talking to, to older people who might be strangers from the Internet. But uh, prob- you probably don't want to put down, like, your contact information on your uh on your blog, and uh, yeah. you probably should talk to your parent about if you want to use your uh, your full name because that might not be very good. Yeah, internet safety is a big thing. <laughs> yes, for sure, and that that's something you should definitely talk to your parent about, and they'll have a lot of good pointers on. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for being on this <laughs> podcast. I learned a lot about blogging, and I think I'll start my own. Oh yeah, I, I'd love to love to see it when you when you uh, when you get started. If you could send over the link. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Thank you so much for Thank being you here. So much for being here. <laughs>